Hey, beloveds. Thank you for tuning in to my podcast, Listening to Jazz. This is your girl, beloved Jazz. Um, So, yes. Today, I want to talk about an essential mindset. Um, I know we're in this crisis where it's so, you know, we're all focused on essential workers and, you know, what the meaning of, um, you know, quarantine and all that. But like today, I want to just focus on having an essential mindset. I am an essential worker, not saying that other people aren't, but I have the privilege and the blessing of being able to work um, in the midst of this, uh, which I'm very fortunate because I know a lot of um, workers aren't, uh, or people aren't able to work. But today, I just wanted to kind of give everyone the encouragement, whether you are working or not, or whether you're just trying to get some, you know, motivation to get you through. But um, I wanted to use this episode to encourage how everyone is essential. Um, We are in the month of May. If you didn't know, today is May the 5th. Um, But if you are listening on a different day, a different platform than I am, then... Um, so today I wanted to talk about, um, being, having an essential mindset. I know with this, you know, I don't even want to say the C word, but with all this going on, I wanted everyone to know that they are essential and the way that you can become essential is not by someone telling you that you are essential, but by believing in your own mindset that you are needed and you are valued and you are valuable and you are important. Um, with uh, being essential, it's not just, oh, you know, uh, I'm needed. It's more about, you know, being able to show up for yourself and being able to have a mindset regardless of what's going on outside of you. Um, so this, uh, this episode is really, really, really dedicated to, um, just minding your mental. This month is May, uh, which is Mental Health Awareness Month. Um, and I'm, I'm, I'm really like dedicated to mental health because I know personally with mental health for me, um, you know, my mental is not okay if my mental's not good then I know I'm not gonna be good physically um I know we like to talk about hair done nails done everything did but what about mental done brain done everything done you know our, our mental did uh <laughs> body did everything did you know I just I feel like your mindset is is what you know it's it's your most valuable asset first before anything else um second so i want to dedicate this episode to just talking about how you can have an essential mindset uh you know how you can feel that you are needed in this world and you are valued i know with this we with this going on alone it's it's causing people to isolate in their homes and that causes a lot of abuse a lot of domestic violence, a lot of child abuse. So I do want to use this episode to kind of spread awareness for mental health. We go through trauma all the time and this is nothing new. I feel like this is just, you know, walk in the park for me compared to my, you know, what I've had to go through in my own life. So 
to me, I've always had an essential mindset because I've had to tell myself that I am needed. I am valued. People want to hear my books. People want to hear my story. Like, I literally had to have my own, I had to feel valuable within myself before the world could value me. And and I feel like sometimes the world is still struggling to value me, but um, at least with my essential mindset, I can do the work on my own to, to feel valuable. So um, the first thing I have written on my list is do things that make you feel big, not belittled. Um, and then I have date big, dream big, think big, be big. Um, so yeah, this is just because with being essential, if you're not, if you are constantly being put down, being small, being, you know, treated less than being mistreated, whatever have you traumatized, abused, what neglected, these are all things that are meant to make you feel small, make you feel down about yourself, make you feel like you're not important. And you're not, until you change your circumstance, you're always going to feel small. So that's why I always encourage people to just get outside of your circumstance. Be bigger than your circumstance. Be bigger than you know, your issues and your problems and all of that, because if you are constantly being, you know, swallowed in by negativity, by toxicity, by, you know, just negativity all along, all together, you're going to feel small about yourself. You're going to feel bad. Like these are expected. It's like a ripple effect. And that's why, and it took me a long time to realize this, like, I I feel like the last couple of years have been trial and errors for me. Like the 20s, I would say, represent trial and error for me. I, I don't know if it's just, I feel like, it. well, it is a universal, you know, age because it, you are at an age where you're constantly trying to, um, you know, get to know yourself. But uh I've always put myself in like situations that of course that I felt that way I felt small I felt bad I felt down because I had guy uh, I was you know dating a guy that wasn't necessarily into me or he was cheating or he called me names or he put his hands like these are all situations that of course would lead me to think less about myself so um you know allowing myself to get out of those situations have definitely allowed me to see like I am bigger than you know I am big I don't have to always make myself small to make other people feel comfortable and feel safe so yeah when it comes to like being valued and being essential you have to be made to feel special be made to feel good be made to feel you know, unique, like these are qualities about you that no one else has. But if you're constantly surrounded by things and people around you that are putting you down and making you feel small, then it's expected. But in, you know, only you have the the power to change your circumstance. I'm, you know, I, I do believe in God and I do love how God works in my life, but I know it, I didn't only depend on God to do it for me. I did. I did most of the things for myself. I did, you know, I did. I prayed for 
God to work in my life, but I had it was up to me to move my feet for real. And I I say that because I don't allow religion or don't allow your belief in God to stop you from doing whatever it is that you want, you know, want to happen in your life. I know with me writing, I love to write, but I'm also like a dope social worker. I'm a therapist in the making. Um, but I have thing I have professional goals that I want to reach, and if you know if I if it only consisted of me praying and doing nothing else, then I probably wouldn't be where I am. But it took me going to therapy. It took me going to school. It took me you know doing things, moving my feet in order for me to have a different outcome. So if you are in a predicament where you're feeling small, you're you're not feeling essential, you're not feeling your best, you're not living your best life, it may be up to you to make the necessary steps to kind of change that small feeling, those small surroundings to something bigger. Um and then <clears throat> and then uh I have r- written down my next point is toxic versus taken. Um with you know with the things around us we always thought that like oh you know I can be above the world around me but literally we as a human being as people we are sponges we kind of absorb things around us it's kind of like human nature to kind of like you know follow the trends and be in the world or of the world whatever you call it but basically with that point we're all taking stuff in but you get the choice on what stays I know you know with all this going on we have the choice to pout cry whine you know we we have those those opportunities but it's up to us if we want to continue to stay in those those predicaments or those situations that are toxic or maybe they're just not serving us but I mean we get to choose what stays you know within us um yeah and then my next step is just find find out what your essentials are and when I say that don't find you know what other people believe to be good about you or bad or whatever find out what you actually like about yourself find out the things that like you're like I'm really good at this or find out find your strengths your values the things that give you life the things that give you motivation like find those things because once you find your essentials and you start to act on those essentials that's when you kind of adopt that mindset like I'm, you know, for me, I I value education, and um, with the education, I believe that I can, you know, use my education for good. But also, I believe that I can advocate for people who may not have access to education or whatever. But um, I just once I knew my values, my core things, my strengths, those things that are like inevitable, 
then like that's when you can do things with your essentials like with my education I use my what I know in school to talk about what I know in my podcast I'm a, I'm a social worker for those who don't really know me off you know off listening to my podcast or see me on social media but I, and it I mean I'm a real life people watcher because I can analyze you know trends and different things that go on and then come up with a solution on how to change that or find out what the root cause of that is but oh I feel like I'm getting my nerd sides getting struck up but that those are my essentials like I feel like those are things that make me who I am that I you know I have strengths that I'm just like those are inevitable I like they will not go away once I just decide to suppress them but yeah and um with finding your essentials that's when you can find out what's in your essential toolkit um with me I have in my essential toolkit I would say I have books I have a coloring book I like to write and then I (laughs) I did have written down my vibrator (laughs) but no, um, but these are things that I, they're my go-to on how I can help make myself feel better. I used to be a huge person, I mean, I used to be <laughs> not a huge person, but a huge um, clingy person where if I felt bad, I used to look toward others to make me feel good, which just, there's nothing wrong with that, but like when, like with times like this where you can't go anywhere or you can't you know, be around a lot of people. It's good to have those things on your own, that your own go-to things that you like to do, that gives you joy, that gives you pleasure, that gives you, you know, laughter, whatever. But those are things that I, like, they're my go-tos. And you can call it your self-care, whatever. But these are things in my daily lifestyle that I I incorporate because they they, I know that they're going to give me joy. I know they're going to bring my spirit up and I mean there I used to I it's so weird you're probably like why is she weird but I used to think it was so wrong to like you know just have things that made me feel good because I was always so used to feeling horrible so you know I'm like you know I would feel guilty because I would you know be writing or you know doing something to have an outlook outlet and uh if you are going through that you know that that guilt where you're you know you that pleasure guilt where you're like oh this feels good but I don't think I should be doing it then maybe it's time for you to like spend some some time with yourself and just journal or you know think about why things that give you joy make you feel guilty um because i mean because all that is saying is you don't deserve to be happy. And it, it might be cliche or some type of like, oh, deeper meaning. But I I do believe everyone deserves happiness. And as long as you're not hurting anyone else physically or you're not, you know, going about it with malicious intent, then do what makes you happy. Do what gives you joy. Because there are things, there are things in life that are meant to tear you down so you have to have things that are meant to build you up and there's nothing wrong with that so 
Yes, that's it for my essential mindset. I might need to start recording more so I can get a feel of, you know, the natural flow again. Because <laughs> I'm like, oh. But, uh, yeah, so that is it. I do, as, you know, as all of my episodes end, I do want to give a lesson, a quick lesson of the day. Um, let's see. Uh, this one, I guess... I, I don't know. What? I should have a, a email <laughs> comment. Like, what are some good tips or advice that you've been given? You know, and email them to beloved.jazz at yahoo.com. <laughs> but I might have to do that one day. But today, um, I think the lesson of the day is, uh, I'll just say mind your mental. I feel like that's a basic you know, a little dessert off of what we already talked about, but mind your mind, like mind your mental because we, I mean, not only is this mental health awareness month, but we're also living in a time that is not so pleasant. Um, but you, there, you can find the good in, in anything. So yeah, mind your mental, do what you need to do to make you feel whole. Um, yeah. And um, follow me on Beloved Jazz on IG. And I'm I'm thinking about making a Twitter so I can, you know, have some things to say. But yes, thank you for tuning in. And you are essential and you are my essential listener. So I love you and thank you and enjoy the rest of your day. If you're listening on May 5th, happy Cinco de Mayo. And remember, always be loved, be loved, beloved jazz.